back to Leads to Scale, a podcast from Social Media Week. I am your host, Toby Daniels. On this week's episode, we have Will Cady. Will is the head of brand strategy at Reddit. I am incredibly excited to share this conversation with you. I've been a big fan of Reddit for a number of years, and Will is one of the most thoughtful people that I've had an opportunity to interview. He has a huge amount to share. And during our conversation, we covered a ton of ground. Specifically, we talked about his background as a musician and what led him to joining Reddit. We talked about the parallels between the music industry, social media, and building community, the growth of subreddits and the role that they have played in driving community engagement on the platform. And we discussed how Reddit works with brands and the role that they play on the platform. Will also recently gave a talk at Social Media Week in LA. This is something that you can watch via Social Media Week's Insider platform. If you sign up to the platform today with an annual membership, you'll have the opportunity to not only watch over a thousand hours of archive content, including talks, panels, workshops, and exclusive interviews, but also you will be able to watch the live stream of our next Social Media Week conference. Go to smwinsider.com to sign up today. And as always, thanks again for listening to Leads to Scale. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Leads to Scale on your favorite podcasting app. All right, have a great day and enjoy the conversation. On the podcast today, we have Will Cady, Head of Brand Strategy at Reddit. Thanks so much for joining, Will. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So uh, let's start by giving our listeners a little bit of background on you. So you attended Berkeley College of Music, you became a professional musician. You were going down that path as a songwriter and a performer, touring all over the country. Then you went on to teach music. And then all of a sudden, you're the head of brand strategy at Reddit. <laughs> so give us a kind of the, the context, a little bit of background, the journey. How did you go from professional musician to, uh, to, to working at Reddit? Yeah, I graduated from Berkeley at a time when the music industry was in total turmoil. So for all of us to find our way forward, we had to be many, many different things, us being musicians at the time, looking to make a living off of our passion. And I'm a firm believer off of the experience that I've had that music is consistently at the forefront of marketing because it is inherently just about creation and then packaging creation and creating ideas and identities around that creation and getting them out into the world in a way that other people are going to subscribe to them. And at the time, you know, Berkeley in Boston in the early 2000s, we were there when Facebook and Reddit and other platforms were being launched and tested. And it was just a little bit, you know, the future had happened in Boston a little bit early. So I was using Facebook and I was using Reddit to promote my band and promote my music. And that quickly became something that created job opportunities for me in social media marketing. Mm -hmm. And I just started to do that in the music space for music products and explore that and dug into that. And eventually that led to me making a move to Los Angeles, getting into digital media, going up the chain in terms of 
the brand world and eventually ending up at Reddit in the role that I'm in right now. It, it's that, that time period is a really interesting time period for, I just think, social media in general. Um, but for Reddit specifically, because over that sort of time frame as a business and as a platform, um, you know, it, it's gone through a number of iterations. It's had a number of periods of significant growth. Um, and just, you know, in the last couple of years, we've seen extraordinary growth um, in terms of users on the Reddit platform. I think, you know, today you have, what, over 300 million mm -hmm. um, unique visitors a month, about 1.2 million subreddits, and about 18 billion views per month. And, you know, Reddit often referred to itself as a front page, page of the internet, but recently kind of like rebranded, certainly in terms of kind of the, the look and feel of the product. So I'd like really for you just to talk about like Reddit today. Um, how are you sort of talking about the platform um, and, and what are some of the ways in which it has changed in the, in the last couple of years? Yeah, well, we've really understood that what Reddit has at its core is this idea of community that people are looking for. And there's a broader cultural movement at work where I think we are returning to some of these ideas generationally that we realize that we've lost. And community is top of that list in terms of what we crave. And the internet gives us the opportunity, or gave us the opportunity at first to escape the communities that we were born into, the small towns that maybe didn't understand who we are, and then find something else online where there was a place that people were gathering that were like-minded like us. We're leaving that phase of the escape and coming into the return of community discovering, well, I want to see a, a certain level of health and dialogue and discourse and membership and you know these other different roles and aspects of community in these spaces online that I've discovered. Mm -hmm. And Reddit is a place where we've gone through those emotions of understanding how to foster these healthy communities years ago. And now a lot of different other sides of the internet are, are going through that same process as well. You know, it's, it's funny because I think that people are like, discovering that the internet isn't a safe place, that the internet isn't filled with like positivity. And, and w what's interesting, I'll just pause there for a second. I'll start that question again. So it feels like people are discovering that the internet is not necessarily like a safe place or filled with like positivity, which is interesting because like, well, why should we be particularly shocked by that? Why should we be shocked by a lot of the behavior that is happening online right now, the hate speech, the trolling, the kind of people feeling as though that they have a right to be able to say whatever they want and in any context, given the fact that there are virtually like zero controls in place or, or, or m there, there is very little in the way of being able to sort of police those types of conversations, at least on most of the major platforms. Um, and I'd love to kind of hear your thought on that, but also just in, in, in terms of how Reddit thinks about that and what you are seeing in, in terms of people coming to Reddit to engage in more civil discourse and, 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 and to participate in, in a more positive conversation. Mm, mm -hmm. So the wilds of the internet, you know, when, when you're out there and you're roaming it alone, it's, it's very much like the time where we went from hunter-gatherer into tribalism and started to move towards agriculture. But what we're looking for isn't food out there, it's information. And what you get from 
going it alone into the wilds versus working together in groups is you get a system that you can trust. You can trust that the information that you're gonna get is gonna have a certain level of quality. And that trust is built on this idea of a rules framework and a roles framework. If you're in a space like r slash science, for example, you don't have to be a scientist to know that you can get that level of information in that space because there are other people whose role that they play is defenders of the information that is brought into that space. And those might be the moderators. So they create the rules and they enforce them. You can't post in r slash science unless you are also citing actual research mm -hmm. and that's the standard of that community so in a very similar sense that's like walking into a burgeoning city all of a sudden or a town or a village that has learned how to domesticate corn but right. this is information rather than food right. it's really interesting to pattern match that kind of work and, and we see reddit as a collection of all these different city states where they have their own identities they have their own rules and our role is to provide them with what they need to have a functioning healthy society on their terms you, you gave a talk at um, Social Media Week LA and you d touched on a number of fascinating things in, in relation to civil discourse and, and, and the um, number of subreddits that uh, ha now exist today that are engaging literally millions of people in conversations that are positive, vibrant, highly engaging but conversations that are still very much about tension and conflict. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about a couple of the examples that you shared and, and why you feel that they are so important, particularly in terms of like how um, our relationship to technology sort of evolves over time? Yeah, yeah, so Change My View is such a great example for a behavior that we see across a lot of different subreddits, like Ask Men, Ask Women, you know, ask historians, ask liberals, ask Trump supporters. That behavior change my view is, is what you see across a lot of these different communities. And it's built off of the anonymity, the pseudonymity of Reddit, because people do want to express ideas that they carry but aren't sure if they fully thought through and need another perspective to help them get closer to the truth. That's what they crave. And Facebook and Twitter have become really difficult places to have that conversation without being attacked for the ideas that you're just working through. And so the growth of these spaces and the growth of this kind of dialogue and discourse is an indicator that people really need that. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's right. And I think, w w you know, I've, I've followed the, the conversation around anonymity versus, you know, um, public profiles. Um, you know, this has been a conversation that's been going for you know more than a decade, and you know there was such a strong argument for why it's important to have your name associated to your profile, um, and and you know because the idea was that well then people you know will be less likely right to say negative things um, or, or attach themselves to an argument that um, would potentially. Um, reflect badly on like who they are or mm -hmm. even like you know the, the 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 brands that they might represent or whatever but it turns out that's not the case um, and the counter argument of course was that you know anonymity is just going to kind of foster you know all, all sorts of terrible things on the internet and the truth is that that people need anonymity in certain contexts uh, to be able to feel confident and comfortable engaging in certain conversations as you say without necessarily being concerned about backlash 
Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit more about how that conversation has evolved and, and, and how Reddit thinks about anonymity today and, and, and whether that's at all changed over time? Absolutely. For Reddit, we believe that our users should be the masters of their identity. And what that means specifically is you can look at the distinction between anonymity and pseudonymity, for example. A lot of people, they want anonymity. That's the way that they want to behave online. But pseudonymity is a little bit different because you have a character that has a history of behavior that is visible on your profile under a pseudonym. So that holds you accountable to that behavior. And that gives you the opportunity, if you would like, to benefit from your behavior by building up a legacy, becoming you know, Batman on Reddit, but Bruce Wayne on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what a lot of our users have done. We have a lot of just legendary, heroic Reddit users that come into various communities and do something funny, do something brilliant, and, and people call upon them. And that's something that they take an immense amount of pride in but they don't want that to be connected to their real world identity for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I use Reddit, it's very obvious who I am when you look at my profile. I have my, my thoughts about my life, my music, uh, I'm an admin, you can see that on my profile. That's a choice that I made. Mm-hmm. And the important thing for Reddit values is that we give our users that choice to decide where they wanna be on that spectrum from totally anonymous to pseudonymous to revealing their real-world identity? Um, Fairly recently, let's say just like within the the past three years or so, brands have have now begun to kind of participate within the Reddit community. Um, And I can only imagine how difficult this has been for Reddit to, to think about the ways in which brands can engage, the role that they should play, and, and, and most importantly, how they can create value rather than necessarily extracting it and uh, lessening the experience for the Reddit users. Mm-hmm. So, so let's start with you just sort of talking about the more sort of the philosophical kind of approach that you've taken to brands participating on the platform, and then, then we'll kind of d- dig in a little bit and, and, and hopefully sort of you know um, go through some specific examples. Yeah. So there's a lot of built-up energy and opportunity in, in this, this tension and the fact that people have been on Reddit for 15 years and brands have been on Reddit effectively for three. And when that works at its best, it's when you identify something a brand can bring to a community that a person never could. Mm. And many brands, especially if they're a Fortune 100, Fortune 1000 company that has an advertising agency and a marketing budget, they must be providing value to some people somewhere. Mm. And those people must be gathered in some kind of community. And that community must have some kind of representation in a subreddit. And the job is simply a matter of connecting those brands to that community that want to hear from them the most. And we had some early movers on that. Coca-Cola was one of the first movers where they were able to go to the effectively the NFL subreddit and talk about the experience of having a Super Bowl commercial. That was a opportunity for conversation that didn't exist there before because nobody was able to say I have a Super Bowl commercial on Reddit until Coca-Cola walked in. For Toyota, it was way more straight ahead. We just brought them right to the Toyota subreddit, and they were so excited to see the people that make the vehicles that they drive there having a dialogue and being present. 
Right, and you, you've, you've developed a, an actual kind of methodology around this called the um, listening-based strategy. Yeah. And you've built like a, a, a playbook of sorts to kind of make it easy for brands to sort of understand the best ways in which they can kind of think about and approach and, and engage uh, in this community. So let's unpack the playbook and, and help our listeners understand like, you know, how that works. Yeah, yeah. So the, the playbook itself, you know, y- you start by, by listening listening to the communities and, and seeing what they're talking about, what's trending, what they need, what they're working towards. Uh, and then you identify a way in which you can make a contribution. And so you make a, a unique contribution and you use, honestly, our ads to make that seen by that community in an appropriate way that isn't intruding on the organic conversation that they're having. And Redditors understand and respect when you come in through the framework designed for brands and they'll dialogue with you and so then the next step is to demonstrate that that you are present and to 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 show that you know you are are actively um, paying attention to to what you're doing um, it's it's not that radically different from the way we connect as people but it's something that because so much media doesn't allow for dialogue feels like it's a radical approach in marketing but what you get out of it is you get trust. These communities themselves, they're, they're built on trust. And that's what we, uh, as a brand strategy team, are trying to, to get for our, the brands that come to work with us is, is get them some trust by first learning how trust is exchanged in communities, listening and adapting to that, and then coming in and earning their membership in that community, which in turn comes with some trust, which in turn... Um, leads to behaviors like buying the products, becoming loyal to the brands, and, and becoming advocates for the brands. So let's take the, the uh, Chipotle example, which I, I thought was fascinating because um, they saw this as an opportunity not just to do marketing, but actually to, to really get a deeper understanding of how their customers might react and respond to uh, them introducing keto or paleo sort of like specific menus um and the the way that played out i thought was interesting particularly in terms of like how people responded to it can you can you sort of um um um, expand a little bit on that example yeah truly i mean that's an example where you know in each of these diet focused communities nobody that was a member of that community had the ability to deliver lunches to thousands of cities across the world right that's only something that a brand like Chipotle could do. And they came in in earnest and said, we are trying to make an effort to support these diets that we know are very important to all of you. Tell us what you would like to see in these products. And they engaged in the conversation. They engaged in the dialogue. And people in the Whole30, the paleo community, they were able to line by line just say the kinds of things that they would like to see or that they would need. And the result was, when Chipotle came to market with the lifestyle bowls and showed that menu, you had a swell of conversation in each of these communities because they were there when it was being designed. They were involved in the process, so they were bought in. They felt that they um, they felt important. They felt listened to. They felt heard, mm-hmm. and that really compelled them to talk about it and, uh, and go to the restaurants and actually you know, order the item and and feel like it was something that they had a hand in. And Chipotle's continued to be a presence in, you know, having some dialogue with, with fans across Reddit. But this is a, a moment where they earned their membership to these communities because they brought something to these communities. And that was 
that was a, a menu item in all their restaurants that was above and beyond what any other member of those communities could have brought beforehand. The, um, the, the, that specific example is interesting on a number of levels, but it, it sort of begs the question of how does it scale? Um, many of the major platforms have built very substantial advertising businesses off the back of uh, or based on the idea of ruthless efficiency mm -hmm. and hyper-targeting capability, um, a in, you know, A-B a testing, you know, creative iteration, all of these things that ultimately make the creative and the media buying uh, function of, of advertising more efficient. Mm -hmm. And I'm not suggesting necessarily this is a good thing, but, but this is how you build a multi- billion dollar advertising business, right? Um, the, the example you're providing just doesn't feel like it scales, mm -hmm. right? Or, or it doesn't necessarily offer the, the, the marketer, the brand with um, data that can necessarily help them understand lift, return on investment, you know, how many, how, you know, foot traffic to drive people kind of like into our restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. Um, or am I wrong? Like, can, can you see how this scales? Is, is there a, a, a piece to this model that scales as efficiently as, as some of those other examples I provided? Yeah, well, before it scales, there's urgency because each community can really only, as a group, stand behind so many brands per category. Mm -hmm. So there, there is a reason for brands to race to get involved with these communities and win them over uh, because on a community-by-community community basis, you are limited in terms of that ability to scale across a number of advertisers because you, know, you look at the fitness community, for example. When you join the fitness community, you use the MyFitnessPal app to count your calories. That's just become the brand that has won that piece of that community's experience. So it's going to be very, very difficult for another brand in that space to come in and try to do the same thing for that community. So first and foremost, I would say feel a sense of urgency to, to get to Reddit. Now, how it does scale is we are constantly forming new active communities, and those new communities have new cultures and represent new opportunity. And the virtuous cycle here is the more brand activity, the more growth that happens on the platform, the more diversity of community there is. And it's basically like every time there's a hashtag, there's a group of people that are a community underneath that hashtag. So there will always be opportunity to be at that cutting edge of new movements that are galvanizing on Reddit, whether it's around a new TV show or a new diet or anything. Uh, these are spaces that it's the job of our team to make sure that there's a strategy and a product to get them in there. And we, we know where that sweet spot is in terms of when to approach a community and how to message to them. And we measure lift in brand affinity, purchase intent, and awareness and all that. And, and we know what success looks like, and we're able to replicate that at scale. We interrupt this week's episode of Leads to Scale to share an update in regards to our forthcoming conference in London. The 10th annual edition of Social Media Week London, Europe's premier conference for media and marketing professionals, is taking place at the QE2 Conference Center in Westminster between October 31st and November 1st. 
This year's event will continue the 2019 global theme stories. With great influence comes great responsibility. A conversation that will explore how social media has become the most influential story platform in the world that has the power to both unite and divide us. Check out our first wave of speakers and secure your pass by visiting socialmediaweek.org forward slash London. And don't forget to use the code LEADS number two scale at the checkout to save an additional 10% off your pass. All right, let's get back to the show. One of the unique aspects and characteristics of Reddit and the Reddit communities um, is the sort of self-policing tools and, and sort of policies that are in place that in most cases are unique, unique to the individual community, um, but maybe guided by a, a, a larger you know, set of, of principles. So that's working, clearly, right? The self-policing piece is really working, and those controls are, are, are hugely important to ensure that these communities are positive and vibrant, et cetera. What, what are you putting in place for brands to either self-police or for brands to be policed mm. um, in an efficient way so that when you go from hundreds to thousands to tens of thousands of advertisers, um, those policing policies continue to ensure that, that brands conduct themselves appropriately within the platform? Yeah. So, I mean, there are policing mechanisms for the advertisers and the content that they're putting out in their ads themselves. So we do have at scale quite a few advertisers using our Biddable platform right now. Mm -hmm. And you see those mechanisms at work on the daily. How, how does the Biddable platform work? It's, it's very similar to the auction-based platforms that you see mm -hmm. across other social. Uh, the difference is that you're not targeting interests based on likes or you know, profiles that have been built out on individual, loser, uh, uh, individual um, users, but it's uh, more along the lines of community-based targeting and interest-based targeting off of those mm -hmm. communities. So, you know, you might choose an interest group that's arts and entertainment. That's going to be, rather than a collection of hashtags or, or likes, it's going to be subreddits that, that people are engaging with to some degree, um, but very much apples to apples. So the policing mechanisms, efficiencies, you know, what motivates biddable advertisers is effective cost per acquisition, cost per install, et cetera, et cetera. And if they're not effective in the way that they're approaching their messaging to Reddit, then their spend is going to, you know, deteriorate in its effectiveness. It's, it's, and that's going to motivate them to act differently. Then you also do have some signals that Redditors are, are able to, to use. I mean, they can, there's reporting mechanisms, and then, of course, there's the upvote and the downvote which doesn't affect the placement of the ad by any means, but it's a useful signal for advertisers to know when they've nailed it because they're going to see a lot of upvotes on that ad versus mm. when they haven't. Right. Um, so let's sh uh, shift gears a little bit and talk about kind of uh, where we are today and, and where you feel we're heading in the future. I mean, I, I, I suspect you're very focused on Reddit and trying not to be distracted by what's happening elsewhere, but it's obviously hard to completely ignore the fact that we are at an inflection point, there is a significant amount of um, negativity, I think, that is sort of aimed at many of the big technology companies for um, you know, how they've conducted themselves and how they've been thinking about um, you know, uh, uh, privacy and data and, and, and also you know, how to address 
so many of the major problems that, that have now been created as a result of our use and, and relationship to technology and to social media. Um, do you have any kind of sort of thoughts in terms of what you think needs to happen moving forward um, outside of what you're focused on at Reddit and what the other platform companies should be doing in, mm. the, in regards to their responsibilities and their obligations? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do have some thoughts. Um, everybody's looking at the idea of, of community and groups right now, and I think what's critical is that we take the opportunity that we have to elevate our understanding of what community means. We have the technology to do this like we didn't before. And there's a key distinction to make between a group versus a community. It's like the difference between a house and a home. So I was stuck in traffic on the highway with about 100 other people on my way over here. That was not a community. That was a group, right? We weren't bound by a culture that brought us together. We were bound by a behavior that brought us together. And when you make a decision as a brand or as a platform to prioritize groups over communities, you are prioritizing behavior and you are prioritizing a transactional or exploitative relationship, and that actually erodes social bonds. Mm. And that's something that we've seen is damaging to society, damaging to, to brands, uh, damaging to culture in general, because when it's community, when it's based around the idea of not just being in the same place at the same time or having the same interest or having the same behavior, but this feeling of collectivism mm -hmm. and shared identity and allure and, and memories and, and goals that you share together, that's what creates culture. And that's what we're looking for and asking for right now. And that's what brands can actually fuel and provide. And that's what platforms can fuel and provide. So I think right now it's key for us to make a distinction between when we are prioritizing groups versus communities in our decision making, when we're prioritizing the building of a house or the construction of a home where trust lives. Mm -hmm. it, it, so what, I mean, what you're sort of saying is, you know, we don't need more groups, we just need better communities. And, and by that I mean communities that function better, that, that, that are, that, that the behavior within the community is fostered because the tools that enable the community to form have been designed in such a way to to promote a certain behavior. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. We need to turn groups into communities in the same way we need to turn houses into homes. That's a great, it's a great uh, place for us to wrap up the conversation. Well, I, I really appreciate you. You're obviously a very deep thinker in this particular space. Um, I, I really appreciate um, the talk you gave at Social Media Week in Los Angeles. So. Uh, Thanks again. Thanks for being on the podcast. And thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Leads to Scale, a podcast from Social Media Week. Leads to Scale is edited and produced by Al Manorino. For the latest news and insights, or to learn more information about how to get involved with future Social Media Week events, please visit socialmediaweek.org.